The decisions we make today impact those around us, and that is especially true for how you and I deal with temptation. Uh, How you respond to it is going to either help or hurt your marriage. I'm John Fuller, along with Greg and Aaron Smalley. They lead our marriage team here at Focus, and uh, let's go ahead and hear now from Jason and Tori Benham, uh, a continuing conversation they had with Jim Daly. Uh, Previously, they described a time where Jason was gone a lot because of his work, and Tori was at home raising kids. Pretty standard stuff. Uh, It led to some conflicts and challenges. Here are the Benhams with Jim Daly. That's great that you were able to open up, though, and have that discussion, because, again, that that one-way road on your own would lead to disaster, probably an affair or just something. Right. And something unhealthy for your marriage. Right. But that was really critical that you were able to pull together and say, okay, this is what I'm feeling. Yeah. I think this is why I'm feeling it. Yes. Boy, couples would be in such a better place if they could just be that open and that vulnerable. Fortunately, God gave her a little pattern on how to get out of it. Are you going to yeah. share that with him? Yeah, but was I was going awesome. to speak to what you said. I think that the Lord, the reason I was able to do that is because the Lord had shown us a vision for our marriage that this is that, mm-hmm. that the enemy was coming against it. And I knew that Jason was my strongest ally. So what were the things that were keeping me from fighting yeah. Yeah. alongside of him? And that was one of those things. I, you know, every time he would travel, it would kind of set us back a few steps. But yeah, so as um, I began to walk through this, Jason actually was in his scripture reading was reading about Jesus in the wilderness and how he dealt with temptations. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, Jason actually spoke this message to our church with these three R's, yeah. which was recognize, renounce, replace. This is how how Jesus dealt with these temptations. And so um, Jason started walking me through this. I'm like, I I really think as he gave this message in our church, after the sermon, I was like, I think that's how I need to transform my mind. I Mm -hmm. think that these thoughts have just, I've established this path that I just naturally jump onto because like any established path, you, you're going to naturally go to the established path more than ones that haven't been broken it's down. Way. It's the easy way. It's the path of least resistance. And so um, I began to do these steps, recognize, recognize myself at the foot of that path. Oh, I'm going down it again. All these little triggers. Jason's on the road. I hear all these people. They sound like they're having a great time. I'm sitting with the kids with macaroni and cheese in my hair again. And, you know, yeah. it's all these little triggers. And I, I begin to recognize where and I to am. And recognize that Satan was the author of those thoughts. Like, mm-hmm. this is Satan. I'm going to recognize that he's in this and he's throwing these thoughts. And yeah. then you moved in to renounce. Right. Renounce the lie. What is the lie behind this? And the Lord began to, sh- as I began to ask God, what is, the, what is the lie behind all of this? And the Lord began to reveal to me that there was this discontent in my heart. And really it stemmed from um, one day Jason was on the road and, the, you know, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And sure enough, he calls one day and there's all this you know, all this, um, excitement, excitement. Yeah. (laughs) And, and I just burst into tears and he's like, what's wrong. And I lash out and I say, I just don't think it was very nice. And as he said, what are you talking about? I said, I just don't think it was very nice of God. I didn't even dream that big. I didn't have this grandiose dream. You know, I, I just wanted to do life with you. And it's, it wasn't even really that much to ask. I feel like everyone should want this in their marriage. And I just don't think it was very nice of him. So she <laughs> wow. had to renounce the lie that God was mean. Yeah. Uh, I mean, seriously, and she walked through this. If you this. could have said that that was the lie I was believing, I wouldn't. If I hadn't lashed out and said that, I would have never thought that I thought God was unkind. But God's like, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And 
that was in my heart. Like mm-hmm. I really began to believe like maybe God isn't really for me. Maybe he doesn't really mm-hmm. hear me. Well, and Tori, I so appreciate that mm-hmm. vulnerability. I mean, that's amazing. And just your being in tune mm-hmm. with the spirit, even in valleys to be able to say, okay, Lord, here's what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. And what's so important mm-hmm. for people to remember, and I would encourage people in this way, God can take your sorrows. Yeah, yes. he, he wants to hear that mm-hmm. from yes. us. Sometimes we even try to hide that from the Lord. So we're kind of pretending in every direction with our spouse, with yeah. God, better to lay it out there. Yes. And that's what's refreshing about what you did. Yeah. Jason, I'm not going to let you off the hook because, <laughs> um, you know, you, you had some issues too as a husband and you realized you had kind of allowed your marriage to become complacent. Yes. So I, I do want to hit that. And, okay. you know, so wives are now going, uh-huh, that's yeah, good, Jim. Yeah. Yeah, bring that out here too. Well, so. you know, uh, I, I do want to speak to that. I, I just want to go back real quick to that. That recognize, renounce, replace those three steps for any listener out there right now. You can apply that in your own heart and mind right now, and it will change your your relationships. Starting today, it will change it for the better. Recognize that the devil is the one throwing those thoughts into your mind. Don't buy into those thoughts. Renounce the lie behind those thoughts and replace it with the truth. Yeah. When you do that, you'll have to do it over and over. It will help your relationship. Well, and the thought that I had there, you know, even where Paul writes about think on heavenly things, yes. you know, that idea that those pathways, right. you know, God created the brain. Yeah. He, knows, yes. he knows how to use it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And so the idea that we read scripture, that we meditate mm-hmm. on scripture together, that we pray together, Mm -hmm. Those are creating pathways as well, pathways of truth. Yes. I really appreciated the three R's that we got from Jason and Tori and Greg. Um, Talk about temptation, Uh, especially that idea of being tempted to believe a lie about my spouse. How do you work to counteract that kind of a a seed that the enemy plants in your head? Yeah, because this happens to all of us. Just the literally maybe a week ago, Aaron and I were at our favorite little. It's a little restaurant here in Colorado Springs that we love to go for a date night. It's real close to our house. We're able to settle in and just enjoy, have good conversation. We're in a marriage small group with some other couples, and I had brought the homework assignment, and so I couldn't wait for her to get there. And so she comes in, and let me give some qualifiers. She had a very, very hard couple days. She was exhausted. There was a lot going on. There was an issue that she was facing. So all of that's going on for Aaron. So she gets there, kiss her. We're now at our table in, you know, tell me about your day. What was the higher of your day and the low of your day? And so Aaron just unpacks all that. Well, that just led to, you know, another issue that she was facing. And then it led to this in... All of a sudden, I find myself looking at my watch going, okay, it's it's just been like an hour, hour and a half. Like, we're done with our meal. We're about to leave. And I started thinking, she didn't even ask me about me. Like, what mm. about my high and low? I, I have our homework here. I didn't even get to that. And I'm telling you, that's how Satan started to attack me. What I've noticed in my life is when I start to have those exaggerated or extreme kind of thoughts, like, she always does this. Mm. Aaron isn't ever interested in me. She's always going to be the one talking. I'll never be seen. I'm just going to be ignored by... So I started having those and and got super discouraged. And here we had this great dinner and I really got to listen and lean in and empathize with some stuff Aaron had been going through. And yet here I am frustrated going, well, what about me? 
that's what I love about what the Benhams were talking about. You know, I, I recognized it really quick going, okay, that's extreme. I'm telling you, when you have those extreme thoughts, you are under spiritual attack. Mm. I'm telling you, just mm. trust me. Yeah. And so we get home and, you know, Aaron goes into change and I'm just kind of sulking now. Just, you know, she doesn't care. Gosh, you know, I'm always going to be, you know, invisible, never seen by her. Just that literally was going through my mind. So she comes out into the kitchen area and I, I just simply said, hey, could we have a repair? Because I'm learning, because this is hard. I'm a peacemaker. I don't like to bring up when I'm feeling hurt or something's gone wrong. But I powered through it going, no, I know, Aaron. Like, like I think part of the, the renouncing or rejecting, as they talked about, is extending grace to our spouse by mm-hmm. remembering who is Aaron yeah. Ben What's the big over picture? 30 yeah. years. Yes. What's the big picture? Because yeah. I'm like... She cares about me. She mm-hmm. She's always asking me questions. Something was going on for her that night. Well, and the great news is even the first star to recognize it, I had already recognized, like, wow, I was really stirred up after work, and mm-hmm. I had a lot going on, and I had already been convicted. Like, what was it like for Greg to be on that date? He sat and listened the whole time, and so I was already coming to him without even recognizing that he was hurt. Um, to apologize and to own it and to say, gosh, I hate when I do that because we were there on a date and a date is about two-way conversation, not one way. Mm. And I monopolized and I'm sorry. And the good news is he was also there meeting me saying, hey, I need a repair. And I'm like, I thought I hurt you. Mm. And I'm glad that you're telling me. Okay. Can I ask a question? Because while you were speaking, I was thinking, this is deja vu all over again. (laughs) For me, just this past week, Dina had a horrific day. She had a terrible headache. She was was in bed just in one of those, you can talk to me, but I can't really converse modes. Mm. But then she started talking and like, 45 minutes later, it was like, wow, that was just a lot you had. Okay, well, I'm going to go get ready for bed now. And I started to believe a lie as she went on. I didn't look at my watch, but I started to feel like, oh, this is a one-way conversation tonight. It's always the way it is. And and I I actually found myself kind of leaning into this little victim mentality. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which I did too, totally. So what, what is it about me that says... I'm going to get out of here before she has a chance to ask. And so I actually started to leave yeah, because so I thought be she's never going to ask. So, and then she just before I started to turn, she said, well, tell me about your day. I haven't heard anything about your day. You're like, <laughs> oh, so I should have been really grateful. And I was, but we yes. haven't talked about this. Should I bring this up to her or should I just share it with our you know, tens of thousands of podcast <laughs> yes. listeners? I would say yes, because it's an opportunity yes. for okay. repair. To go back and go, hey, I'm aware, like last week when that happened, I really felt, what, unseen, Yeah, but this is me, right? It's not her. Yes. No, but it's identifying what did Mm. you feel? Because when we share our hearts or our emotions with each other, what an opportunity for her just to lean in and care. And you could even preface it with, I really just need you to listen. Are you available? Yeah. And I just want to share. So, so there's something I'm about aware. me that doesn't want to make my need known to her. Yes. And that's and what's interesting, John, is that as Aaron and I were talking and just, you know, she was listening to me and like, how did that feel? And I said, well, I just felt invisible. All of a sudden, I love how God does this in these moments. I felt very convicted going, you know what, Aaron? I said, it'd be really easy for me to make this all about you and just that mm-hmm. you weren't asking me questions. Yeah. But I said... 
I had every opportunity to kind of say, hey, can we time out for a second? I would love to share a couple things with you about my day. Mm -hmm. I never did that. Same, it sounded in my mind like you were saying like, Well, then I just won't say anything, yeah. and then I, I can be the say, wounded one. And there are times that I'm like, Greg, you haven't shared. And he's like, well, you've been talking. And I said, well, why don't you tell me? Like, I have something to share, because I would love to hear it. Yeah. I would much rather hear you talk than me. All right. Well, this is this is another podcast, I think. We'll, we'll have to come back to this <laughs> I know one. we're not alone in what, this. What's John's deal? That's uh, what, I'll ask our producer, John, to figure something out. Work that in somewhere, would you, John? Thank hey, you. I do the exact same thing. Yeah. But what mm-hmm. I appreciated that night was that... Again, it's hard for me, but I, I stepped out in faith, mm-hmm. trusting in who I've known Erin to be yes. for 30 years, that she would care. I fought back, as the Benhams talked about, and just replaced what, what was going on in my mind with, mm-hmm. God, what's true about Erin? Okay, this is who I know she is, and this I know exactly what she's going to say, which yeah. she did a fantastic job of just going, you know, you're, you're right. But then we grew in our marriage because it was also me going, you know what? I could have done this. And so we we had a fun date night, but an even more powerful conversation an hour later. Well, don't believe the lies that Satan tells you about your spouse. Go with the big picture. uh, Give them some grace. And um, again, we'll address this in a future podcast, but express your needs. I'm John Fuller, and uh, what a great conversation with the Smallies today, and uh, what great content we heard from Jason and Tori Benham, uh, right from uh, the Scripture and and, uh, living the spiritual life. Listen, we want to help you in your walk together as believers in your marriage. Wherever you're at, if you're struggling, and if you're not laughing, like we could at least bring some chuckles to this conversation, if it's a really you know, heart-wrenching situation you're in, give us a call, please. We have caring Christian counselors. Our donor team makes it possible for these folks to give you a call, uh, to talk to you, to pray with you, to point you to uh, resources and to people in your area that you can have an ongoing counseling relationship with. We're a phone call away, 800, the letter A, and the word family. And if you'd like to be part of the donor team that makes great resources like our counseling folks available, uh, two couples in need, uh, make a donation today to the work of Focus on the Family. Uh, sign up to be a monthly sustainer, a pledge partner, uh, giving on a monthly basis to the uh, Ministry of Focus, or make a one-time gift. Either way, when you contribute financially to the work here, we'll send a copy of the book, Beauty in Battle, Winning in Marriage by Waging a War, by Jason and Tori Benham. We've got all the details in the show notes. Next time, we'll hear from Howard and Danielle Taylor about common struggles that uh, couples face. Uh, For now, I'm John Fuller. On behalf of Greg and Aaron Smalley and the entire team, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. Is your marriage holding on by a thread? For deep hurt, you need deep healing that only comes from the Lord. And you'll find it at a Focus on the Family Hope Restored Intensive in Michigan. Our licensed Christian counselors will help you and your spouse get to the root of your issues in just three to five days, and it works. 80% of the couples are still married two years after attending. Learn more at HopeRestored.com and talk with a trusted advisor. That's HopeRestored.com.